The happiest days of my youth were when my brother and I would run through the woods and feel quite safe. Blockbuster Entertainment Award nominated actress, Rachel Weiss. A brother can be your best friend, your enemy, and sometimes a third thing. The relationship between brothers can be the basis of what makes you the person you become. But what happens when that brother disappears? When the person who made you who you are is no longer around? Brian Lind, a 47-year-old bungee jumper and tactical paper mache enthusiast, was on his way to the Rainforest Cafe in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, when he went missing. We are back for episode two. How uh, how have you been since our last last interview? I've been I've been good. You know, after our last interview, took a little time to get in touch with my favorite band, the Eagles. So I listened to them for a bit. You know, I had to recenter myself. I didn't realize how strenuous that this would be. What a toll it would take on me mentally and physically. I usually try and um, get outside with my devil sticks for 20, 30, 35 minutes. And this research and continuing to poses, uh, continuing to keep Brian's social media alive has really um, just kept me more indoors than I thought it would. And I haven't got the old D sticks out for a twist and toss in a minute. So. I'm doing okay. I recentered myself listening to um, some B-sides of the Eagles. And that's where I'm at. What about you? Uh, overall, I've been very good. I, I found the last interview very uh, stressful. I don't want to judge a man, but, you know, I left that feeling like he was very guilty and I didn't trust him. And um, uh, so I, I've just been having a few drinks. I'll have a drink in the evening. I'll have a drink mid-afternoon. I think, I, I don't know if I mentioned to you, but uh, I found an online karate school and uh, I have been just working on my form and my balance and I'm looking, I've been talking to my parole officer about getting out of the house so I can buy some boards. I'd love to start breaking those. Yeah. <laughs> and, and up until this point, correct me if I'm wrong, but you were self-taught, correct? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think... I would say I listened to the earth and the earth sort of taught me, but mm -hmm. if you want to be technical about it, yes, I was self-taught. Um, self-taught brown belt, right? You had, you had promoted yourself up to brown belt. Yeah. And uh, I'm hard on myself. I never, I never put myself to black belt because I didn't think I was ready. Uh, so a lot of people think, you know, I'm being too easy on myself. I know where my skills are at. I can touch my toes and I can do a standing roundhouse kick fairly definitively i mean i would say anybody who can achieve brown belt in 18 days has a significant skill set self-taught or otherwise i think that's an impressive achievement that you were able to achieve a brown belt by self-assessment uh, yeah, thank in you such a short period of time yes yeah, I'm not easy on myself. I take things very uh, seriously. I'm very hard on myself. I also am developing, I'm in the process of developing a new form of martial arts that is very uh, baseball bat uh, centric. It's very, it's, it's our key tool. It's our key mechanism. And uh -huh. so, but it is not a weapon. 
It is not designed to be a weapon. It is designed for defense. So Correct. I'm not running around swinging a bat like a crazy person. I'm letting the bat flow through my body. But you know what? Can we just round back? Congrats on, on, on uh, the social media work. I've been taking a look at that stuff. Thank uh, you. You got a sponsorship under his social media. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get a sponsorship. I, I got a sponsorship from a uh, DIY, not entirely DIY, obviously, but um, candy making company. They have taken it upon themselves to get out from under Big Candy, Nestle, and the like. And they will send you all the ingredients and a hot plate and a little Bunsen burner. Uh, so that you can crystallize and make your own candy. That's incredible. I recently heard that company was under fire because a lot of people were repurposing their equipment to make meth on small scale <laughs> meth. Uh huh. But uh, I, you know, that's not their fault. That's not no. what they are sending that equipment out for, and I don't think they should be held accountable for that. No, absolutely not. I mean, do some of us use VCRs to record football games? Is that illegal? Yes. But is it the VCR's fault? No, not no. at all. No. Owen, I, I think that's beautifully said. And uh, let's just, I don't know, you ready to get into our next interview? How are you feeling? I'm feeling excellent. I'm excited to get some more clarity on Brian um, from somebody who didn't just hate him and envy him. Yeah. Well, uh, no need to... Um... No need to delay anymore. Our next guest, um, if you don't mind introducing yourself and telling us how you knew Brian. How's it going? I am uh, Ryan Lind. I am Brian's little brother. It's a pleasure oh. to be here. I liked listening to your guy's story. You know, we didn't have a lot of conversation before you brought me on the show. I really didn't know what your background was as far as investigators and that sort of thing. I was surprised to not hear more about that, to be honest. It seems like this is just one of a lot of things that you guys are doing. Yeah, well, we, we, we think, uh, at least I, I'll say, I think the, the key to investigation is having a complete rich life and not just, because if you're, if you're just thinking investigations all the time, you're going to start looking for specific things. And, and what we're looking for is the truth. And mm -hmm. um, that's, I mean, that's where I'm coming from. I, 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 I want to know what happened to your brother, as yeah. I imagine you do. Yeah, of course I do. Yeah, I hope that's true. Because I mean, when I watch shows about investigations and that sort of things, it just seems like those people are living and breathing it like 23 and a half hours a day, you know, and it seems like, okay, are you guys just doing this for an hour a week? Or like, uh, what kind of depth are we looking at as far as this investigation is concerned? I hope a lot, because I have a lot of faith in you guys that you're going to find out what happened to my brother. Yeah, yes, absolutely. I mean, we are hitting the pavement from the moment we get up in the morning, whether that's eight or one, uh, until the wee hours of the night, uh, you know, I, I would say like, do I find it personally challenging to play um, Killer Instinct on Nintendo 64 and tweet for your brother to try and get some stuff? Yeah, but I'll stretch myself as thin as I need to, uh, to get to the truth. I do say, I appreciate you tweeting as my brother. I mean, you've, somehow you've captured his voice. Uh, Thank you. It's weird. I'll, I'll read those. I know I've been responding to a lot of them, but sometimes mm -hmm. I forget he's gone, you know? Yes. Yeah. 
yeah. Um, and I appreciate the support, the outpouring, whether it's intentional or unintentional. Uh, I think our rapport online is really sort of keeping his spirit alive. And also, the if anything, if there was foul foot at play, uh, this is to ensure that we don't scare off what monsters might be out there lurking, uh, that there's an investigation going on. Well, just to drop a little uh, tip to you guys, one thing Brian was working on, you know, he loved paper mache, tactical paper mache, and like he's amazing at it. You know, that's why it's hard for me to believe anybody could even take him, you know, because he, he had it on him all the time. He had little doves on him that he could cut someone's ear off. He could cut a, a vein and, and like they would bleed out. I mean, he was, he was dangerous with paper mache, but if you want to tweet about this, I don't know how you guys can use this, but he was also doing a lot of work with pool noodles uh, recently. And so he like a lot of tactical pool noodle work. I don't know if you can work that into tweets, but there was a community that he was involved in that were doing pool noodles, using pool noodles to do a lot of crazy stuff to each other. That's incredible. Oh. And that's why, I, I mean, I think that that is, you heard it here first. Uh, that is an exclusive um, based on the article we read about him going missing. There was no mention of a pool noodle. So I, I'm so thankful to get you on here to bring us that type of insight so that we can get to the truth. Yeah, he was on the dark web and had a pool noodle club that I wish I knew more about. Is noodle with a U or two O's? Two O's. Got it. Noodle. Thank you. I don't, I've never told anybody this, but I did follow him one time when he was going to a pool noodle meetup do you know the abandoned ymca you know when they stopped funding the 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 it was the y the other ymca that we had in town mm -hmm. yeah you guys remember absolutely that? yeah yes the, it is a very dilapidated ymca now it really is the new one's nice though right don't you think i was really impressed with i one. like the new one and i like that they stick to they have a hard firm stance on you need to be a young man to be in there that's part of the reason I boycotted the old one. I go to the YMCA, not the Y-O-M, young and old man, M-W-C-A, man and women Christian Association. I heard, yeah. good, I heard it's a nice club, though. My, my parents <laughs> that one's a, they said that one's a nice club, though. <laughs> but we can't yeah. go, you know, because that's not who we are. No. No. I will say, though, about the new YMCA, I've noticed that there are a lot of, I would say, older gentlemen with frosted tips there <laughs> trying to pass as young men. And I felt, I think they could cut down on that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that you're somebody who has never been one to want to cut down on frosted tips. So, you know, if you're saying it, it's got to be, it's got to be egregious. You went, you followed him to a, a noodle meetup. Yeah, yeah. Back on that. I could, I could stay on the new YMCA all day, you know, even, <laughs> even despite my brother being missing, you know, I get lost in that topic. Uh, mm -hmm. often, even when I'm not on a podcast. But uh, yeah, if you want to read, I got a blog about the new YMCA. If you want to read it, uh, a little quick plug right now. Yes, um, please. Uh, yeah, Bakersville. Uh, Bakersville uh, YMCA um, is the name of uh, my website. <laughs> and um, yeah, I got a blog about my feelings on the YMCA. But yeah, that's not what we're here to talk about. My brother and the pool noodle club. Well, at the old YMCA, the dilapidated old YMCA, there's a 
group of people, men, women, children, all types of community members that were are going to this the old YMCA and honestly just beating the crap out of each other with pool noodles. Wow. So this wow. is like an underground fight club of pool noodles. Similarly, similarly. Okay. Wow. Uh, this is unbelievable. You know, this is the kind of stuff you don't see on a Facebook. I'm curious how your relationship with your brother was. Do, did you guys get along? Were you pretty close? We, you know, we weren't. We're, there's a lot of age between us. You know, my parents had a lot of fire in their relationship at one time, and then they decided not to... Um, they got uninvolved with each other for 20 years and then they got back together and then that's when uh, I sprouted up. And so the distance between us, I felt like provided for him, he didn't, I was too younger of a brother. You know, I felt like I was more his child at times or that was our relationship was. So I had to do things like I did to find out about the pool noodle club. I had to sneak and follow him. And, you know, I, I really wanted a big brother and, I was, you know, I, I, I haven't said this yet. I was supposed to be with them at Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, I was, I was supposed really? to have like our one meetup a month. Yeah, I was supposed to be there. But oh, my God. Just so, just so we're clear, too, like, I, I may have, like, I'm not mad at my brother for the relationship we didn't have. I miss him. Wow. That's unbelievable. Were you, so were you already at the Rainforest Cafe when he went missing, or were you on your way? I was there waiting. And I'll tell you what, I waited five hours before I said anything. Wow. And what, I mean, at a rainforest cafe, five hours can be 20 minutes. It's a beautiful place inside. It's yeah. yeah. Uh, what kind of appetizer did you get? Uh, I ordered one of each because I thought he would be there and I didn't want to, I mean, I, I, you should have seen the, my table of uneaten food. I ordered so much food expecting he, was, he would be there any minute now. And I thought I was looking kind of silly there by myself. So I just kept ordering more and more food. You ordered crazy. one of each appetizer? I did, yeah. Wow. I can, I mean, I don't know what you're going to say next, but I mean, that might, you might as well have a Harvard MBA for as far as I'm concerned. You are an authority, in my opinion. A guy who's ordering one of each appetizer is a guy to be trusted. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I hope you got my, uh, my gifts I sent both of you guys, my gift cards. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, this did is, we? Yeah, I'm on cloud nine, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, I, I've never been so excited to get a gift card in my life. Um, I personally cannot go to the Rainforest Cafe right now because obviously I'm on parole for... Yes. We're both on parole, but I mean, yeah, I know, I know you're on parole. That it's honestly, that's the thing that excited me. Cause I was like, these guys know what the crime side of life is. So these are the type of people that can get into inside of the mind of the type of people that took my brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Although we uh, are hoping by the end of this, that uh, we will be acquitted and deemed heroes as a result mm -hmm. because yes, Obviously, you know, nobody wants to be a criminal. But uh, question, does your brother, did he have any enemies? Did he ever? Yeah. I mean, where to start? I mean, my brother, he liked to instigate things. One of, the, one of his favorite things was to find someone's button that makes them upset and depress it as many times. He said, I'm going to press your button until I break it. 
is what he would always say. He would always say that? Well, he, yeah, he would say that to, he would say that to people because he thought it was funny for me. He, he had a hard time finding my butt. And it's my button simple, though. I told you guys my button the first time the first time you emailed me. I, was, I said, don't do this, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we promise we won't. And I promise you by the end of the episode, we will not have done it. So yeah, I don't even. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Don't remember it it very well or anything. Don't do it. I'm going to say it again. Don't do it because I will flip. Let me ask you, Ryan, what do you do for a living? What do I do? Uh, I work at an adult (laughs) adult bookstore. (laughs) You know, in our county, uh, we don't have adult bookstores because they're outlawed. But I work on the... uh, the, uh, the adult bookstore right over in uh, Jackson County or right on the other county line. That's county. quite a drive. That, that can't be entirely convenient. It's not, it's, it's not at all. It's, it's, it's inconvenient, but I love adult books. So it's, <laughs> if you want to work in your business, sometimes you have to suffer a little bit for your business. So. Yeah. And I, I noticed you're wearing a I love adult books t-shirt. Uh, yeah, homemade, homemade. I, send you, I, I did send you guys a couple t-shirts. I noticed you're not wearing them. No, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not wearing them. I tried it on, but it only had like one sleeve. Uh, I couldn't figure out how to, I didn't, when you said homemade t-shirt, I assumed you screen printed it on, but it seems that you crafted the entire shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I say homemade t-shirt, I mean, yeah, I, I grew the hemp. I, I made the shirt. I, I did everything. There's only, there is only four of them. Uh, my, my brother, wherever he is, uh, he has the other one. Um, you know, you guys do it. So I he was, I'm sorry, he went missing in your homemade t-shirt? Well, he said he was going to wear it to lunch. So that's, that's definitely a huge clue because um, all of them only had one sleeve. Um <laughs> That is a huge clue. Yeah. So he was driving with one one arm tucked in his shirt on the way, if he was driving at all. We don't know yeah. yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he loved his motorcycle. So if he if anything to me, he was probably on his motorcycle. Uh, sorry, guys. I'm getting a little worried. I miss him, man. I'm getting a little worked. No, I understand. I absolutely understand. We get it. Uh, well, listen, we can take a break from talking about your brother for a second. I just want to say thank you for sending over this uh, recommended reading list from your store and some of your favorites. Uh, I've never heard of The Heart Cometh, but spelled with C-U-M. <laughs> but it's, it looks it's a great good. story. It's a yeah. great story. I, I sent that one. That's actually audio. It's an audio book. <laughs> also self-made, right? <laughs> it's you, you are reading the book. Yeah, it's me and my new gr- girlfriend Scarlett. Yeah, we well, yeah, we we play both of the roles. Yeah, and it's it's about the fact that the heart can, um, you know, uh, you know, can come also to to get a little crass. Excuse me, but um, you know, it's a it's about the idea that it isn't just about the uh, the sexual organ regions to ejaculate from. Mm. Which you know, I think that's a beautiful story. I think it's uh, how long have you been with your girlfriend? Uh, we've been together about two months. Oh wow! And you already recorded a book together. That's yeah, yeah. That, that's we are the first night we made love to each other. We were like, we should document this in a different form. And we we both said at the same time, we said on three, let's say what we think we should do. And we said one, two, three, and we both said audio book. Wow, that's incredible. That's what we thought too. We we're like, okay, well, we have to. Yeah, I mean, that's a sign. If I've ever heard a sign, that's beautiful. Yeah, I mean. The adult bookstore is a great place to be, but I got to be honest, there's mafia investments in the adult bookstore. And 
my brother was a, you know, to jump back into it all, my brother was also a fan of adult books. My whole family is, you know, we all love it. We love adult books. It's a, you know, it's something wonderful about us that we can share in that and it's not weird for us. You share in your love of adult books with each other as a family? We, we just talk, like, I mean, we talk about it as a book club would, not that we organize book clubs around it or anything, but we do, you know, we treat it that, that way. But yeah, there's, there's mafia money behind the adult bookstores. And, you know, my, my brother, because I'm his brother, has not paid for adult books before, you know, a lot. Yes, a lot. But, you know, a lot of them were mine, you know, and if my adult books are at my adult bookstore, my brother shouldn't have to pay for those. But, you know, my boss, Rudy, he would disagree with that. Your boss, Rudy, was, uh, was a part of the mafia? Or is a part of the mafia? Is. Yeah, it is currently. Oh. Yeah. Wow. He does day-to-day operations at a bookstore, even though he is in the mafia. He likes to be there too. Yeah, he enjoys he enjoys the day-to-day lifestyle of an adult bookstore. You know, he says it he says it helps him let go of the the mafia side of things. Oh, sure. That makes sense. I mean, that's the I would say the ultimate relaxation tool is a mm-hmm. nice curling up with a nice adult book, maybe a glass of eggnog. A month ago. A month ago, uh, Rudy Jr. was at the adult bookstore because he likes to come by to uh, Rudy's son. Rudy Jr. was there. Um, and my brother uh, was doing, he, he was doing uh, mudding. Sometimes he'll go mudding in his uh, motorcycle, which is you play in the mud in your motorcycle. And Rudy, Rudy Jr. didn't like that. And they ended up getting into a little scrap out in front of the adult bookstore. And my, my brother cut his ear with a, a paper mache, a tactical paper mache dove. Mm. no kidding sounds like he might have made himself an enemy yeah i mean rudy jr did say i'm gonna kidnap you (laughs) he said i'm gonna kidnap you he said i'm gonna kidnap you yeah i don't i mean you know mafia people they say a lot of things i feel like they just say a lot of things and should you take their dangerous things seriously yes but if they did every dangerous thing that they said i would be you know i'd be running around uh, investigating everything, but right. There's, uh, there's gotta be something there though. No, I think that definitely helps. Um, uh, you know, I don't think the, a mafia member telling you they're gonna, uh, uh, gonna kidnap you is nothing. That's, no. Yeah. If you, if you could give one message to your brother, what would you tell your brother? You can survive this. Because he's such a survivor, that's it's just hard for me to believe. You know, he's a hero of mine. It's hard to me even believe he could get himself into a situation where he couldn't get himself out of. And I, I'm sure he knows that message. I would tell him, but that would definitely be the first thing I would want to. I would want to tell him. Yeah. That's inspiring. And, and I, I'm sorry if I missed this, but what what were the two of you meeting at the Rainforest Cafe for? Well, I. He had an adult book he'd had been working on and I had read it and I was going to give him some notes. Um, it was like, it was kind of, it was the first time I'd felt like a brotherly bond kind of thing. It was something we were connecting on and bonding on. He knew, he knows I've written 32 adult books and 
he wanted to get my opinion on it. I felt honored. So, you know, that's, I got there a little early. Sure. I got there two hours early. So I was there for a couple hours early, just drinking smoothies and reviewing my notes, kind of reenacting how I wanted to talk to him about his uh, adult book and my notes and that sort of thing. So we were, it was a very important meeting for me. And you've written 32, you said. Yes. And the one you chose to make an audio book, that was not one you've written. Well, that's an audio book. I just recorded it audioly. <laughs> but someone else wrote the book? No, no, that's my oh, book. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay. Yeah, that's my book. <laughs> but there is, there's not a book version of it. It's audio book. So I don't know if that was the, the confusion there. It's just audio. That one went straight to audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm... <laughs> I mean, if you don't, um, here's the thing. If you don't know the adult book world, you're kind of, once you get involved with it, you're like, whoa, this is way more confusing than the other book world I've been in. If you're in the book world, but mm -hmm. everyone, everyone that goes through the thing you're going through right now, I'm just like, whoa, I don't get the adult book world once you get involved in it. So I'd, right, say, keep, exactly. I'd say if you keep, keep powering through that, keep powering okay. through that and it'll make sense. I will. Thank you. And I won't let you stop, I promise you, because, you know, I, I, I'm giving you guys, I, I, got, I made you guys both complimentary members of our adult bookstore, and um, you'll be getting books, uh, multiple books every, every month, mostly mine. Oh, oh, uh, okay. Well, if, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I'll just say thank you. Appreciate it. You, you're a prolific writer. You're the, uh, I don't want to, obviously, I don't know if this title's already taken, but I think you're the Stephen King of erotic books with your level of writing and appreciate that. how often you uh, make it about the 50s and there are clowns in several of these. Yeah, <laughs> oh, great. I, I love that you know my work. Yeah, I, I feel honored that you know my work like that. <laughs> I, I will say this, this isn't it. I'm, I'm not tipping my hand here or anything, but you guys are both fascinating characters to me. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tipping my hand that I'm gonna write about you, but you guys are very interesting to me and what your dynamic could be in an adult book. Maybe not, not necessarily together, but just in your own lives. I'm, I'm very curious. Wow. I'm honored personally. If you feel so inspired, you're welcome to use my name and likeness That's for any wow. adult novelization. I don't know if you want, Maybe we can, after this is over, do a follow-up if you need to know any of my proclivities or um, like edging durations or anything like that. That kind of information <laughs> would be really good, actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I, uh, I agree with you. <laughs> I would hate for... To... <laughs> I would hate for the things that I, I like not to be correctly <laughs> put out there. Uh-huh. It is wild. I mean, a lot of my adult uh, adult book friend writers, um, you know, they they take liberties because it's so it's so wonderful to write about people, you know, or that you've met and they'll take a lot of liberties. And I'm real. I'm a real believer in doing your research and getting to know someone's actual uh, flavor, if you will, and, and, mm -hmm. and going from there. But I, I don't want to make this about uh, my book. You know, I, I hate to like steal the show when my brother's been missing kind of thing but you know between between the pool the pool noodles or i don't know the pool noodles and rudy to me that like in the days since this had happened has happened those are that's what i keep coming back to i keep coming mm -hmm. back to that fight and rudy looking at my brother 
and saying, I'm going to kidnap you. And then looking me directly in the eyes and saying, I'm going to kidnap your brother. I promise you, I swear to God, I'm going to kidnap your brother and no one can stop me. And he said that while he was looking at me in the eyes. And I was like, you're the whole time in my head. I was just like, you're a liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. But I'm beginning to second guess that now. I think that very well might possibly be something. Um, yeah. I don't want to jump the gun and say we definitely figured it out because that's not what investigations are about. But um, I think it's definitely an avenue to check out for sure. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little more right now in this very moment. I'm a little more interested in making sure this book turns out the way I'd like it to turn out. <laughs> but we definitely should double back to to your thing with your brother mm -hmm. well you know i mean yeah. I, I told you i have all day today so if you guys i mean if you need to use a little bit of this time to just tell me about you know your sexual history and anything like that i mean i'm i'm very open to that uh, but you know i'm yeah, i'm curious like as professional slash novice i don't know what how you would label yourself like yeah what do you do with that information if i'm writing the book and i know rudy is a character I mean, in my world, I'm going to go to this Rudy person and I'm going to be like, so, missionary or doggy? You know, we're going to get into a really mm -hmm. exciting mm -hmm. dialogue about your, um, your proclivities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. I love it. It's, I really love it. That's uh, just to shift it into my world. You know, you guys are, are the investigators. That, you know, you, that's, I'm just passing along the information. Let the pros deal with it. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think the more information we have and the more credible this entire, you know, it, it's a, a spider web. Uh, everything is connected. It, it's a real pay it forward butterfly effect sort of thing. So if we are um, not accurately portrayed in adult books, then people start wondering where else sort of um assumptions have been made or you know elapses in time or um ability you know uh you say ability to ejaculate on command i say how long was somebody in the truck uh on their way to the rainforest cafe before somebody reported them missing like it all comes together in the end so i think that making sure that we're accurately represented in, uh, in your adult books is just as important to figuring out what happened to your brother. Well, I mean, what the vibe I'm getting right now, and this is just who these, who these two characters would be um, before you get to know um, the bedroom side of their life, would, I, I, they'd both be top-notch investigators because like, the way you guys work as a team and individually is it's it's impressive and i i mean to me it's just like okay it's not a matter of it when it's just like if or when it just i know it's happening soon that my brother's going to be found since you two guys are on it thank you thank you thank you it means a lot i you know what i just realized i don't think we actually know what time any of uh what time are you supposed to meet up with your brother we were well. We were we were meeting there for uh, lunch, and we were doing a little later lunch because um, I had a writing session that morning. And we were meeting at one. I got there okay. at eleven, but we were meeting at one. Gosh. You got there at eleven. Boy, you're prompt. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, I had a lot of notes to go through. I wanted to do a little bit of my final work on his adult book before I uh, before before our lunch. So yeah, I went. I got there early. Wow. Wow, you are, uh, you know, a, what a work ethic. I, I imagine 
considering you probably worked the graveyard shift at the adult bookstore and then the drive to the Rainforest Cafe, I mean, that must that's a full day before you even sit down for a delicious appetizer mm-hmm. at the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, the thing you got to remember about me in my life, especially when I'm in a car or at the adult bookstore, is I'm listening to adult books or I'm watching <laughs> adult movies or I'm reading adult books. So when I'm in those kind of situations, time doesn't really exist for me because I'm in my element and time is just, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a thing that's happening and, until I have something to do. But uh, yeah, I was, I was in great spirits because I thought, for one, his book was is, is good. I was really impressed. Yeah. What, what was his book about? Yeah, maybe there's some insight as to what happened to him. Uh, yeah, it's funny. It, it's uh, um, it's a, about a motorcycle ride. I think it was a little autobiographical, <laughs> to be honest. So I, I, I think, I mean, he didn't want to admit that to me. That was the only thing we had talked about before. I said, is this you? And he was like, it could be anybody. Uh, I was like, all right, well, that's an interesting thing to say. I think it's you. Um, so it was about him, and it was about his fights with this guy um, named Duty. Um, he had all these fights with this guy named Duty, and then um, this guy tries to, um, they're going to have their big fight, and the character that seems like he's my brother just runs away and disappears, and he's never heard from again, and we find out that he's gone to an island, um, and he's uh, living on an <laughs> island with his lover, and that's where, the, <laughs> that's where a lot of the fun adult action happens. His detail on missionary yeah. position. You wouldn't believe my <laughs> yeah. brother's detail on, on missionary. It, it yeah. was some of the most beautiful missionary work I've ever seen uh, on the turning pages of a book. Maybe you can send us some of the detailed missionary position because otherwise it sounds like there's no clues in that book uh, regarding what might have happened to him, it sounds like. You don't think but- so? Because <laughs> I, I, I had a sneaking suspicion that the guy, do, that Duty, I was like, Duty Rudy, Duty Rudy Duty, Duty Rudy. And I just kept saying that back and forth. And I was like, and I kept dismissing it. No, they don't sound alike. <laughs> they can't, can't possibly, whatever. I'm sure. I don't know. I mean, yeah. if Duty wasn't such a popular name in our town, I would say, like, perhaps there's a little connection. But I mean, you can't swing a cat in this town without hitting a Duty or two. That's true. You're definitely going to hit a duty or two. Well, yeah, we definitely should <laughs> pages on missionary uh, would be great. Uh, this has been incredibly helpful. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think that that kind of is all I need as far as the investigation goes. Right. Owen, is yeah. there anything else here? I don't think so. This has been incredibly enlightening and encouraging, I think. I, I emailed both of you guys uh, all of Rudy's information and um, his private number that shouldn't be given out, but I have given, I got, you have all of Rudy's information. And um, I also emailed you the information of the guy who runs the whole uh, noodle fight club. <laughs> so you have his information. Yeah. You have all that. You have his, their, ad, their home addresses, which also you, nobody knows, especially for the Rudy family. Um, yeah yeah I'm... for sure maybe we'll get around to that you know maybe for sure maybe but it's great to have absolutely yeah i mean once we get out from under this parole thing i am headed straight to your adult bookstore and then after that uh noodle fight club uh rudy's home address rainforest cafe adult bookstore uh noodle fight club rudy's Honestly, that sounds like a really fun day. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, I'm excited.
Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll get those uh, missionary pages over to you guys soon. Yeah, too. please do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Thank you. Because, I mean, full disclosure, I don't know what's happening there <laughs> ever. I never know. Well, prepare yeah. for your mind to be, to be blown and prepare to be enlightened, I will say. Prepare to be enlightened on missions. Okay. I'm very okay. excited. Uh, well, Ryan, and, thank and you. Further, we're going to stay on and, and talk about, I can get a little detail on your characters. And yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And I'll mail you some headshots just so you can get like some, you know, to really see my best looks, I would say always wonderful to know what someone else thinks are their best looks i think that's always a great thing mm -hmm. yeah i'll send you some links to some uh family guy pornography i think uh quagmire best represents what i'm able to do uh sexually okay mm -hmm. well I've, I've i've probably seen it before <laughs> I've seen all of family guy porn but uh excited to see some of your faves okay Ryan, thank you so much for sitting down with us. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. Uh, uh, stay strong in this in this terrible time. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's not easy, but it makes me feel a lot better that you guys are on the job. Thank you. Coming up on the next episode of True Deception, an improvised true crime. I'm sorry, I got distracted. Look, I, I, I've been guilty of being unprofessional uh, almost almost exclusively. Uh, I've been guilty of that. Uh-huh. But I'm the kind of detective who leads with the heart. And I, when I found out that Brian went missing, I went to the first place I thought of, a little secret, little secret oasis of ours, a place we used to go to in high school, and that's a cheesecake factory. Um, cheesecake factory? Artwork provided by Amelia Jane Murphy. You can follow her and purchase her work at amil underscore art on Instagram. Music provided by Kai Ingle. Please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It really helps the show. You can follow us and contribute at DeceptionPod on Instagram and Twitter.